Hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Tevnostom Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope y'all are having an absolutely fantastic day today, as always. And be sure to check out on the front page. It'll be updated here shortly. Y'all voted. It won the sublingual. B12. That's our methylcobalamin B12 formula. Unbelievably good product. Very, very good for energy. On sale right now is product of the week. You guys voted. So it won. I told you guys I started doing this years ago to interact with the customers to see what y'all wanted to have on sale. And it's going up now here shortly. So be sure to check it out on the website at healthmasters.com. Now, one thing that I wanted to report on first right now is you guys know we work very, very hard to make sure you get your products in a timely fashion, as quick as possible. We even have the expedited shipping option now. And so we're very, very involved as far as in the shipping industry. And I saw an article here from Zero Hedge, and it was coming from Bearing Arms. It's reported that several firearm-related companies has now had their corporate accounts canceled by UPS. Not only that, but some of these companies have had their packages damaged or lost while in transit to customers, one ammunition distribution company called the Gun Food reported out of a recent 18,000 rounds of ammunition shipped with UPS, only 6,000 rounds made it to its end destination. And apparently, this is going different areas too, by the way. This wasn't just one singular customer. And what's interesting about this is Collins, who owns the ammo company, is saying that it's very suspicious how the packages he shipped via UPS have somehow either been damaged or mysteriously lost. He said UPS has pinned the mishaps on his company for not correctly packaging the shipments. The carrier also said that he has recently filed many claims on packages not getting delivered. And so one thing that's strange about this, and we've already seen this with many, many large corporate companies, especially financial companies, how they came in and they said, well, guess what? You sell firearms or you sell ammunition or you sell firearm-related parts. We're not going to we're not going to allow you to do it on your virtual terminal. We're canceling your virtual terminal count. And there's been numerous banks who have now done this. I think personally what you're going to start seeing over the coming years is more and more of a push with these big companies, these woke companies, you should say, that are essentially just communist entities. They're going to start trying to prevent as much as possible people having the ability to defend themselves. As we've seen now over the years – with more and more push to regulate firearms and more and more push to try to pretty much ban anything you can use as a defensive firearm, they're saying now you don't have a right to do this. I saw a bill in Oregon now. They're apparently putting it out there for everybody to vote on in Oregon, and it is pretty much the most comprehensive, effective, insane gun control measure I've ever seen at preventing individuals from being able to own a firearm. Pretty much any firearm. If, this, if they vote this into law, you will not be able to own any firearm without getting a permit, period. Like you won't even be able to have you know, a little over and under Derringer or revolver. Every single firearm will have to be registered in the state if you own it or you ever possess it. And on top of that, you have to get permission pretty much to do anything, and any magazines over 10 rounds have to be serialized and registered. They're going to keep pushing this, and that's why I've continually told everybody, make sure you're getting a hold of your senators right now and tell them to throw this unbelievably violating bill that Congress just put through and tell the Senate to throw it in the trash. 
This doesn't even this doesn't even deserve to be talked about as far as in the Senate. This thing just needs to go right in the trash can, right in the shredder. Absolutely not. Dead on arrival. We're not even going to discuss this in the Senate. Because once you allow an entity to start telling you how you can and can't defend yourself and what you can defend yourself with, pretty soon it reaches a time where they say, well, you just don't have the right to defend yourself at all. Remember what Trudeau said over in Canada? Basically, you don't have a right to defend yourself with a firearm. Father said that. You don't have a right to defend yourself. And people go, well, what am I supposed to do if a bad guy with a gun shows up? Well, you're supposed to just call the cops. You know, they'll, they'll be there in 20 to 30 minutes. They'll help protect you. Oh, okay, okay. That, that, that sounds like a great idea. No, there are some people out there that are absolute lunatics, and they somehow get a hold of firearms in some cases. And they want to do bad things to good people. And the only thing you can do to stop these absolute lunatics is to have a firearm you can defend yourself with. Perfect example of what we saw in that mall a couple weeks ago with that 22-year-old kid who was legally carrying in the mall and basically stopped this guy before he went on a mass shooting rampage with his firearm. Again, another 18-year-old kid who suddenly comes up with four, five, six thousand dollars worth of ammunition and rifles, platforms, and is running around. You know, like the fourth one we've seen now in the past month and a half somehow gets all this stuff. They want to restrict everybody. And what and now, whether or not UPS is actually coming in and these packages are getting seized or they're disappearing, I don't know. This is what they're claiming here from the gun food. But I have heard this now from numerous people that they are having issues with transport companies, especially when it comes to ammunition. So, again, just food for thought. This is why I always tell people, especially when it comes to stuff that's perishable items like vitamins or food buckets, don't wait until the last minute say, okay, well, everything's going really, really bad right now. I should order another another bottle of multiple you know, to keep me afloat for an extra month or, hey, everything's going really, really bad now. I should order a food bucket. You always want to stock up and get prepared before stuff goes sideways. The same concept and conversation I've had with people, I know they go, well, if anything bad happens, you know, if it starts going sideways, I'm just going to stockpile the grocery store and get what I need and then come home. Do you not think that's what every other person's ideology is going to be? Have you not seen any videos in areas that start going chaotic? That's the first thing everybody does that's not prepared. And the last place you want to be is in the middle of a supermarket in a gunfight trying to steal beans and rice off the shelf because everybody else is trying to do the same thing. Not a good play, not a good preparation strategy. So again, something to think about. Also, too, in other news, this is something that I was very – uh, intrigued about because I've told you guys this for years, and it's now coming to light that this is a very serious problem. Remember I told y'all when the pandemic started and they were running around telling everybody, you have to get tested, you have to get tested, you have to get tested, you have to get tested. Everybody's going to get tested every single day. You might not have it. You don't even know you have it. You have no symptoms, but we're going to tell you right now with this PCR test if you have it. Well, the entire reasoning they did a lot of that was to justify the numbers and basically push the numbers up through the roof because all these people started testing positive with no symptoms. And I told you guys this, though, repeatedly. I said, what are they doing with these tests? What are they doing with them? What are they doing with your DNA samples? They're swabbing everybody's noses. They're documenting you. They're putting your name down. They're putting your driver's license down. They're putting your information down. Okay, where's this going? And then we find out later on these companies in the UK were actually keeping people's DNA and selling it. I was like, okay, well, that's pretty much what I thought they were going to be doing. Well, now it takes it a step further. We have Representative Jason Crow 
is now sounding the alarm on emerging DNA bioweapons. And we talked about this repeatedly, but it's actually starting to get mainstream traction from individuals in the U.S. government who might actually be awake still. A member of the House Intelligence Committee is warning of new bioweapons that can be used to target people's DNA and kill them. Dad's warned about this for years. And this is what Representative Jason Crow said. You can actually take someone's DNA, you know, their medical profile, and you can target a biological weapon that will kill that person and take them off the battlefield or make them inoperable. And he's a retired Army Ranger. He said you can't have a discussion about this without talking about privacy and protection of commercial data because expectations of privacy have been degraded over the last 20 years. This is exactly what we saw with private companies like Ancestry, 23andMe, Habit, Helix, MyHeritage, the list goes on, where Americans were voluntarily submitting their DNA. And they're just sending to a company. And then later on, you find out that the DNA is now owned by a private company, and they can be sell it off with very little intellectual property protection or privacy protection because essentially you sign the documentation. You remember, I think it was uh, 23andMe, when people started actually reading, it's like the 4,000-page privacy document that they could sell your DNA off to third party, and they did. 23andMe had a huge uh, huge contract that they did with GlaxoSmithKline, if you remember, for millions of dollars, sold people's DNA to a pharmaceutical company so the pharmaceutical company could build targeted pharmaceutical drugs towards DNA-specific individuals, towards DNA, you know, individuals. And you start looking back, and you're like, well, I didn't think they would do that because I warned everybody about this a decade ago not to be sold, you know, spitting in a cup or swabbing your mouth and sending it to a giant multi-billion dollar conglomerate corporation and signing off privacy statements that are 4,000 pages long, giving them the rights to your DNA. This is what they've been working on. Now, my personal opinion, this is my personal opinion, I think the vast majority of what they were doing with those PCR tests, not only to – build the numbers up, but they were also collecting DNA from all over the planet with people basically getting nasal swabs left and right every single day with full documentation of whose DNA it was and submitting it in. That's just my personal opinion on that. But now you're having individuals in Congress that are blatantly coming out now and telling you that they have the ability to make DNA-targeted biological weapons and nobody else thinks that's remotely odd. We've been talking about it for a long time now, and now it's coming to light. Almost like they're telling you what they're about to start doing, kind of like we talked in the detail yesterday with what we saw with AOC. She came out and said, well, people need to stop flying. People need to stop driving. Everything's just shut down. They told us what they were going to do, and they did it 10 months later right in front of our eyes. They like to do that a lot. So always be careful when you start hearing this stuff on what they're going to do next I mean, look what they're doing now with these kids. They're telling you they're not grooming your kids. They're telling you they're not trying to sexually exploit your children. They're telling you that they're not doing anything that you're accusing them of, while at the same time they're doing it right in front of you, and they're telling you they're not doing it. Protect your children, my friends. I saw in Pennsylvania the education department. Pennsylvania Department of Education has now come out on their website and has advised teachers to ask all students – before assuming what student's preferred pronoun may be. So you're supposed to ask all the way down to preschool, three-year-olds, what, what three-year-old preferred pronoun is. You, you can't make this stuff up. You want to talk about confusion and perversion all in the same rope? Yeah, that's what they're doing to little kids right now. They're going to do this as much as they can, and they're going to keep lying to you about it. That's what everybody has to remember. There's certain people out there, Dad talked about it the other day, 
they don't care about you or me. They have no fulfillment of the Holy Spirit. They don't have any peace. The only thing they enjoy is pushing their perversion and their demented ideology onto other people and trying to corrupt them. That's it. They do not have any interest on you being prosperous or successful or healthy or strong. None of it. The only thing they want to do is push as much darkness as they can, and they'll lie to you left and right. That's what boggles my mind about how so many Christians sit back and they go, well, they, they wouldn't really do that. They wouldn't really try to do that to us, really? Okay, once well, you look in the real world for a little bit, you find out what actually happens with people that are that sick and sadistic. They don't care, and this is what they're doing to the kids. So always, always be discerning, especially with the movies and the cartoons and all the stuff that's coming out right now. They are directly targeting your kids. I don't care how many times they want to lie to you, how many times they want to claim that they're not, how many times they want to say that we're not doing this to groom children. They are 100% doing this to corrupt the young minds right now, right in front of our eyes. Be vigilant. Be awake of what your children are exposed to, Dad. I can't reiterate that anymore. What do you think? You know, Austin, it, it's so ironic to me because we talk about this all the time as far as protecting children. I guess because I've got grandchildren and I've raised four kids and you've got children. And so it's, it's, it's paramount to us. It's, it's an immutable thing that we have as parents that we have to protect our children if we're a good parent. And, and we don't see that happening very much anymore because parents have been dumbed down now because of the drugs they've been put on. Parents have been dumbed, now, dumbed down now because they've been injected with 76 vaccines. Parents have been dumbed, now, dumbed down now because of the fluoride and because of the TV and because of the programming and all the other stuff. And, and then what they do, they get real simple with it. They get real simple-minded, and they say, well, the government's here to protect us. And they don't realize you know, it's politics again. Politics as far as you're going to vote Republican or you're going to vote Democrat. But, but that doesn't matter because both sides are controlled by the same forces. It's about profit, power, and perversion. Repeat that, profit, power, and perversion. And they, they want to turn everything upside down as much as they possibly can to bring back the Antichrist or to bring the Antichrist here, resurrect him from the pit. And that's all they care about. And the people that are running the planet, running the major corporations, running the media, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Except you know, most people try to avoid this and not talk about it because it's too weird. It's too negative. It's like Wayne Allen Root said to us years ago when he's on the show. He said it's not a question of controlling every vote that everybody makes. It's a question of controlling the vote when you need to have the vote controlled. And they tell the people this when they're blackmailing them. They say, look, we're not going to tell you what to do all the time. Ninety-five percent of the time, you can go ahead and do whatever you want to do, and you're not going to, we're not going to say anything to you. But the other five percent of the time, we have things that we are really interested in that, that are important to us. You're going to have to vote the way we want you to vote. Otherwise, we're going to just have you destroyed by releasing all of this stuff about you in the media. And so you have a choice. Do what you're told or have your life destroyed. It's just the bottom line on all of it. And, and so that's why we have Congress so perverted and so messed up. Like right now, Democrats are fixating on gay marriage because the, as, as the country is crumbling with high inflation rates, high fuel prices. All the stuff's going wrong, but they're all caught up in, you know, queers marrying queers. All right. <laughs> and, you know, and the crazy part about this is this is the perfect example of this. Last week, the House Democrats snapped a, forced a snap vote on a bill that aims to codify same-sex marriage in more with federal law. The House passed the Respect for Marriage Act, and 47 Republicans joined the majority. That's one of those times. I just gave you a perfect example. 47 Republicans, rhinos, Republicans in name only, basically hardcore liberals in most cases, voted to have – you know, it codified now that, you know, it would be federal law through all the states and through these states that are voting for it to make it law so that the Supreme Court can't overturn it. And, and this is the same thing that you see now with the Republicans, you know, in the gun control legislation. 
you get a certain gun control regulation like the one that just passed through Congress, and again, you have Republicans voting for it again. That's why I said it's not about politics. It's about the perversion. It's about the power. It's about the profit. That's all they care about. And, and when you see this and you understand it, then you realize that you've got to step away and not vote for the least of the worst candidates anymore. And just say, I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm not going to play this stupid game because it's that power they have over you that makes you think that you have a choice in what they're going to do to you at the national level. Well, you don't. I'm letting you know that right now. It's all fixed. It's a, it's a rigged game. And, and so you got to stay local. you got to work on your cities and your states and your towns. All this stuff has to be fixed first. You got to get the rod. You got to cut the rod out from the bottom and go up with it. And if you do it that way, it makes it a lot easier because a lot of these little towns and these little elections—they're not hacked. But we're still putting, you know, people that in major people from Masonic lodges, the good old boy club that's been around for a long, long time, for 100, 200 years in this country, basically being put in over and over and over again. And then they can get controlled higher ups from the bloodline families all the way down. It trickles down. So you got to go in at the bottom end and say no. Oh, a little town in Germany just a couple of days ago. They voted. They said, we don't want any more sanctions against Russia. It's hurting us. And, of course, the German people are so twisted now. They're saying that you can change your sex every year if you want. You can be a male this year, a female next year, a male the year after that, a female the year after that, and you can go flip back and forth. That's how twisted Germany is. Germany's messed up. There's, Germany's gone. The Germany that I knew as a child, the Germany that my mom and my dad and my grandparents knew as children, you know, is gone. It doesn't exist anymore. It's a super hyper liberal country now that is unbelievably caught up in basically correct political, correct politics. It's, and, and I'm talking about relatives, too. Now, some of them aren't as bad, but they just allow it to happen, allow it to happen, allow it to happen because they don't have a First Amendment or a Second Amendment right there. They don't have that ability to do it anymore. So they have to go along with the flow. And it's a problem. Now, let's talk about these, these, these specific bioweapons that can target specific DNA. I'm going to break this down. I'm going to give you some metaphors and some analogies now that from a, from a numerical standpoint, they won't be accurate. But from an example standpoint, they give you a good indication of what, what we're talking about. Let's talk about radios. Uh, we have a Christian station here locally. It's called 91.1. It used to be called WCIE. And I don't know what it's called now. And it's, it's, I think it was bought by uh, a Baptist conglomerate years ago. You know, it used to be part of the Carpenter's Home Church. But 91.1 used to have a huge, huge Christian footprint all through Central Florida 40 years ago. And I was I was on the show many, many, many times on a show that was called Feedback with Tom Trollson. And it's actually how I cut my teeth on radio and did all this stuff for years and years with Tom. And what was interesting, I got caught up in the politics of church there, too, but I'm not going to make that a point of what I'm talking about today. Now I just want to focus on 91.1. That's the frequency. So if you're going down the highway and you want to listen to that station and you're in the area where the radio station broadcasts, it's 91.1. You set your dial on your FM station, on your radio, in your car to 91.1, and you pick up the channel. The further you get away from that channel, the more static you get, and other channels try to come into it, and so you lose the frequency. All right? Now, we talked about this before using the metaphor and the analogy that God has a specific frequency, a certain energy field that permeates the entire universe, and it's omnipresent. When we accept Jesus Christ, our frequency is basically changed to that of Jesus, to that of the Father, so now at this point, we are compatible with God again, and it allows us to have communion with God and be with God, pray to God, and basically be part of God. 
that energy field that surrounds us then because of the blood of the Lamb, which we talked about in depth before on the show because of Jesus' blood and sacrifice that he did that continues to promote and push this frequency out all time space, it allows us to maintain the frequency of God Almighty in our DNA. Because of that, Satan runs about as a roaring lion seeking those who he may devour, but he may not devour you. It's kind of like this. Let's say you have a 24-volt system on an airplane or a 12-volt system on a car. Those two systems are incompatible. You can't put a 12-volt battery in an airplane and make it work. You can't take a 24-volt airplane battery and put it in a car without blowing up all the stuff. It doesn't work. The systems are incompatible. They won't mesh. What Jesus did, he came back to us and restored us back to that of the Father's DNA. So now we're the exact frequency of God when we accept Jesus Christ. Now that, does, that doesn't mean we're not going to sin. We're not going to do stupid stuff. It just means that we're constantly restored. That's why no further sacrifices need to be made because Jesus now is our mediator of our covenant, the second covenant that we have through Christ. From the, because the first covenant is gone. That's done. It's over with. The new covenant is in Christ's blood. It's a better covenant. It talks about this in the book of Hebrews. But need I digress? Let's talk about bioweapons. Let's talk about – now we talk about WCIE and frequency. Let's say that we have a frequency that is a human being. Let's say just for you know analogy purposes, the frequency of a human is 91, like the frequency of that radio station. But now it goes further than that. Let's say the next two decimals be like 1.0 oh, 1 would be the race of that individual. The next two decimals would be the basically the continent where they came from. The third would be country where they came from. The next would be their sex, their hair color, their IQ, and this frequency goes all the way down to probably an infinite amount of decimal places, and that's your exact genetic coding, your exact frequency. That's your exact vibratory string that your entire body resonates with. All right. So let's say your frequency is 91.104321054215. Right? Now all of a sudden you go, okay, wow, so that's me. That's Ted Brower. You say, okay, well, I'm going to develop a bioweapon. I now have their DNA, so I know exactly what Ted Brower's frequency is. It's 91.104320524. So now I just tune my, my, my weapon that I've developed now that's specifically frequency-based, and I adjust it to that particular radio station, which is Ted Brower putting out a frequency. And all of a sudden, I put an alternative sine wave through it, which causes my cells to disrupt, causing me to have cancer causing me to have heart attacks, causing me to have all this stuff. That's how a bioweapon works if they want to use a frequency bioweapon to go against a specific person. Now, if you wanted to make it more generic, let's say you're going to have the race, the continent, and the country. So let's say because it's 91.104321105 for all Germans, you turn the frequency generator on that, and you affect all Germans. If you want to go after the whites, you go another two notches. You want to go against the blacks, you go another two notches. You go another. You want to go with all the Hispanics, you go another two notches. All of this stuff allows them to specifically target you with their 5G towers and their repeaters that are all over your neighborhood now. So when you turned in your DNA to 23andMe, they now know who you are. They know exactly what your 91.0432034 frequency is to attack you personally. And so that's why it's so dangerous to give them this type of information. You don't give it to them because once they have it, let's say if they want to just kill all the Germans, they just go to that general frequency, nail all the Germans, nail all the blacks, nail all the Hispanics, nail all the Chinese, nail all the Japanese. It doesn't make any difference. They can specifically target any DNA they want with an energy field. 
It's like sticking a 12-volt battery on a 24-volt circuit or vice versa. All of a sudden, your whole system starts to go haywire, and you don't know why you got cancer. You don't know why your heart's fluttering. You don't know why you feel absolutely awful. You don't know why you can't sleep. You don't know why anything is going on because you can't see it because it's all around you. It's the energy fields that are permeating everything around you. You know, you see this with these different movies that come out. And, you know, that one that came out a few years ago, Kingsman, which I don't recommend watching. Those movies are pretty crude. Especially the last couple are awful. And, and you go to the, you watch the movie and they have a specific bioweapon, the specific frequency they're going to target and make everybody unbelievably agitated. They, those, they know that those are too. They know what gives you cancer. They know what makes you agitated. They know what all those things are. That research is 60 years old. It's been around for a long, long time. They did that back in the 50s and the 60s with bulls. And they would put electrodes in their brain. And they would specifically put, like, the, the, the bull's out in the arena, right? And he's attacking the matador. And the, tra- the, crowd, the crowd is cheering. And the bull's all mad. He's huffing and puffing and stomping the ground and snorting. And all of a sudden, he's about to attack the mat- matador. And they put a specific frequency through the little channels in his brain where the wires hooked up. And it tells him, go to sleep. And the bull lays down and goes to sleep. He <laughs> just drops to the ground and goes to sleep. Because his brain had a specific frequency, which is a thought pattern that made him say, I'm tired now. I'm going to take a nap. I don't really care about the Matador anymore. You go, what? That's 60-year-old, 70-year-old technology, guys. Then they discovered they could do it by using radio waves. I've talked about this in depth before on the show. They could do radio waves, use the same frequency, broadcast it to the bull. He'd drop down and take a nap in the middle of the bullfight because that's what his brain's telling him to do. And this is the problem that we have. When we allow these people to release electronic bioweapons and do the research through DARPA, because there's no end of what they can do or the applications of this type of technology. And we've gone into detail with this before, how they, in fact, how they used it in the Gulf War, and they were regenerating these frequencies from these drones that were telling the people they were suicidally depressed, and they were running out and throwing their guns down and putting their hands up to drones. Please don't kill us. We're suicidally depressed. We're puking out back. We're about to die. We know it's real. We have this frequency. We're scared to death. And they didn't realize what happened to them. They put it in the brain. And see, they, that's how advanced it is. And that technology was tested in the Gulf War over 20 years ago, and they fine-tuned it. it was, it's, it's, it's called cluster topology. I've, I've gone into depth with all of those shows before. I can do another show if you guys want me to cover it again. But this is what they did. They've got the technology. So, you know, be really, really careful. If you've got, you know, Wi-Fi repeaters or, you know, stuff like that in your house or your Wi-Fi in your home, because they can broadcast it through that too, guys. It doesn't have to be a 5G system. Make sure you unplug all that junk every single night you go to bed. You don't need to sit inside of a doggone microwave all night when you're trying to sleep, which is what this is with the Wi-Fi technology. Just turn it off, unplug it. Don't, don't even turn it off. Unplug it. That's what we do here at the house. We unplug this stuff from the wall at night when we go to bed. And I've noticed when I try to sleep with it and I've forgotten to turn it off before, I can't sleep at night because that energy field that permeates the house goes right into your brain, goes right to the pineal gland, and the pineal gland tells you it's bright white sunlight outside, and you're laying on the beach, and you're wide awake. It won't let you sleep right, so your sleep patterns are all disrupted. And that's why so many people, when they get smart meters, or they have all these other things in household appliances that basically talk to them, et cetera, et cetera, then all of a sudden they get in this giant sea of electricity every night of radio waves, and it disrupts their entire sleep pattern. It happens all the time. So it's really important that we do that and we understand that. But, guys, it's also important that we understand that the people in America have been basically brainwashed into believing anything. Now, the celebrities are coming out, and they're normalizing the eating of bugs. And sure enough, there's a lot of products now that contain crickets. I mean, I guess it's been approved, I guess. 
But now, you know, Nicole Kidman a couple of years ago shows her eating bugs, but she doesn't talk about it. Her father supposedly was in that nice, nice satanic circle ring out of Australia. He fled to another country because he was going to be prosecuted for basically doing some really bad stuff to children. He's a total pervert, and he ended up being killed, so I guess he couldn't testify. Nicole Kidman's from a bloodline family over there that's really whacked out. And we need to realize that and just not be supporting these people that are in these different types of industry feeds to us that we get. She did that movie Eyes Wide Shut with Tom Cruise. I mean, that's some pretty messed up stuff, guys. And I'm not recommending anybody watches that movie unless you watch it on a TV show that basically has been edited. That's, that thing basically got a, almost got an X rating. It's that bad because it showed the quote unquote political scum and the bankers basically having these giant orgies and sacrificing people to Lucifer. This is the group that runs the planet. Stanley Kubrick decided to tell everybody what he did, and there were 15 minutes of that film, by the way. He wanted left in, which specifically talked about it, and they told him, no, he couldn't do it. And so suddenly before the film got released, he's dead. <laughs> okay, And they took the 15 minutes out because it was too blatant of what they were trying to show us. And then now the last Bat- Batgirl movie that was supposed to be released, another woke political mess – uh, basically cost $70 million to make. It's so bad, they're not even going to release it to DVD. <laughs> it's so bad, it's going to get so much blowback and, and destroy the image of that studio that they're not even going to release it to DVD. And here's what, why they're doing that, because people are coming back exactly like we're doing, like you guys are doing, and they're going, no, uh, I don't want to see this movie because I think this person's a pervert, and no, I don't want to have anything to do with this person because they're talking about all this political stuff and they're supposed to be a Hollywood star, and no, I don't want to be involved with any of them. You see this stuff with Taylor Swift. Now, a lot of people say Taylor Swift is a tranny. I don't know if Taylor Swift is a tranny. I sure know that she's never been married, and I sure know she does a lot of perverted stuff. That I know for sure. And you know, didn't she come in doing all the, you know, all the, you know, all the real, the real cute little ballads and all the stuff that she did, you know, 20 years ago? She doesn't do that kind of stuff anymore. She's a bunch of filthy stuff now. So a lot of guys say, a lot of, a lot of people say she's a tranny that she's a guy. Is she? I don't know. Do I think she is? I don't know. I don't know. I don't care. All I know is I won't. You know, go see a movie if she was ever in one, which is probably a horrible actress, and I'm never going to go to like one of her concerts or buy any of her stuff. But now they're hammering her because she's out there slamming this woke agenda, slamming this globalist agenda, and she files, she flies around on the Falcon 900. That thing uses almost 300 gallons of fuel per hour. I mean, it's unbelievably nice plane. It's unbelievably expensive to operate. You're probably looking at it six, seven, eight, nine, ten thousand dollars an hour without maintenance just to fly the thing, and she likes to take it on 20 minute hops. So you just – instead of flying, like it's a 180-mile trip, she does like 20 minutes. So she hops onto the Falcon, flops over to the 180 miles, taking that plane. She doesn't take that plane. Hey, she could drive. But the problem is now she's being hit now in the media because, oh, I think she's taking 180 trips on it this year, just flopping around in it, little short trips, or had her friends using it. This is the hypocrisy that Austin and I talk about with the woke agenda. They want you to do what they tell you to do, but it's rules for thee and not for me. That's them. And remember something. I don't care if the girl's got a jet. Heck, if she was going to fly to Europe to do a concert and she put 16 or 18 or 20 people that she could in that plane and basically had an entourage going with her as she flew over to Europe and she basically, you know, kept, you know, utilized the plane efficiently with full of people, it's probably less per ticket than it would be flying first class that way. But the reality is these people don't care about that. But they want you to care about that. They want you to eat bugs. They want you to eat crickets. But as soon as they start telling us to eat roaches. Oh, yeah, that'll be next. Watch to see if I'm right. Whatever grows really fast in an insect farm, I guess, they're going to be able to grind up and stick in our food because they don't consider you to be a human. 
They considered you to be an animal, and animals have to eat insects. That's how Klaus Schwab sees you, by the way. That's how the World Economic Forum sees you, by the way. And so, guys, this is why it's so important. Because of Jesus Christ and we as Christians, we have the exact frequency of God Almighty coursing through our veins, restoring our DNA, you know, allowing us to go boldly into the throne of God through Jesus. When God looks at you, he doesn't see you. He sees Jesus because Jesus' frequency, his energy field permeates you. we got to understand that. We're washed in the blood of the Lamb. We are not the same person we were before because we're changed internally through our DNA, through this frequency that God has that permeates all of time space, including the beginning and the end. I am the Alpha and I'm the Omega. It's throughout all time space, and that's why these globalists hate you. They want to kill all the Christians. If you're a white Christian, a black Christian, Hispanic Christian, it doesn't make any difference. They want you gone because that way they can bring back their old world order. Remember that. This show always focuses on that, and it always will because we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us because we can stand the ground. We can resist the devil, and he will flee from us because we have the power of God Almighty living within us. Remember that. It's so important that you see that and know who you are. That's why be vocal. Tell your friends about this show. You've got to do that for us. The show, we have almost 2,000 podcasts now. And I mean, how many people have 2,000 podcasts? I mean, that's a lot of podcasts. You know, we've been doing this for a long, long, long time. It's because of you folks, we can do it. If you guys weren't supporting us by buying your toothpaste, which, by the way, the reason I say that all the time is because most toothpaste that you're using, if you're not getting it from us, has fluoride in it, which is dropping your IQ score, which is doing all kinds of horrible things to your brain. Just thought I'd mention that to you. Why do you see? I, why do you think I always say toothpaste? And also your your vitamins and your most of you are buying your vitamins through the health food store still. I know that. If all you if we got two million listeners a month, if you guys were all buying supplements from us, you know we'd be overwhelmed, which would be okay because it helps support the show. But the reality we would just, we would just scale up to accommodate that. But the point is, please. Same thing with Austin's talking about storable food. We have storable organic food. Even if you don't get our storable organic food. You know, even if you don't get our toothpaste, buy toothpaste that doesn't have fluoride in it and get canned foods if you have to that are organic. But don't buy this food that's full of junk, this storable food. You're not going to eat that stuff ever because it's so bad for you. Always remember, you got to take care of your body. It'll take care of you. You know, it, it's interesting. You know, I, I see it all the time. I, I see how people just destroy their own bodies and their own body chemistry because of their diets and lifestyle choices. And they come to me or they come to Austin or they come to many of the other alternative doctors out there. And they say, oh, by the way, I'm on chemotherapy and radiation right now. They've taken three three organs out of my body. I've gotten full of cancer. I'm stage four. Uh, I'm going to change my diet now. And I'm like, okay, all right. Glad you're going to change your diet. What do you think? I said, I think you better get right with Jesus. I said, That's what I think because you've stepped into that medical complex now. And because you've been so damaged from the chemotherapy and the radiation and your organs aren't functioning right, your reserve energy is going lower and lower and lower. And chances are even taking a hard, large amount of supplements, it can make one bit of difference right now. Even dietary changes can make a difference because you've destroyed your body. You've destroyed your chemistry. You've destroyed your organs. And now you want to, and you're, you got, you got one week till dead. There's nothing you can do to stop it. And now suddenly you're going to start taking vitamins. And it's sad when I see that. And forgive me, I'm, I'm sorry if I'm picking at you right now because I'm not trying to. But you got to eat clean. you got to stay away from the fluoride, the hydrogenated oils, the chemicals, the pork, all that stuff. Because what you're doing right now is going to affect you 10 years from now. And people need to understand that. That's enough of that right now. Austin, what do you think? What's your next story? Oh, you're exactly right. I mean, I've, I've had this conversation many, many, many times as well. And, I mean, especially 
the the worse the food gets and the more garbage they keep putting out there on the market and telling you it's caviar when it's complete and total filth, uh, you've got to be vigilant. You've got to be awake with what you're eating. And I'm not getting it. You're going to cheat sometimes on food. You know, you eat a cheeseburger occasionally or eat ice cream. I get that. But, you know, the constant the – one, the one thing I tell people all the time, one of the f- easiest things to clean up your diet and your health, one of the easiest things, even if you're not trying to get super strict, cut out fast food and cut out sodas. Those two right there in and of itself will make a huge difference right off the rip. Now, of course, you can start eating much cleaner by doing other things, but when you start looking at actually what's in fast food and then you look at what's in soda, those two right there make a huge, huge impact. I remember one of Lana's friends, this is probably uh, 15 years ago now, I remember one of her friends was fighting her weight some. She, was, she wasn't, you know obese or anything she's probably 20 30 pounds overweight and she asked me because that's back when i was training really really hard and she goes well what can i do to you know lose some body fat i started telling her about eating clean and clean up her diet and a lot of stuff and she goes well i'm really busy with this really busy with that and she goes what's one of the main things i can cut out first and i looked at her i said that mountain dew right there i said i every time around you you're always drinking mountain dew you're always drinking soda she goes, yeah, I drink like at least four or five, six of those a day. And I said, cut it out. I said, that right there in and of itself, cut the soda out. And she goes, okay, fair enough. And I'll give her credit. She did. And I remember I saw her probably about a month later, and I could tell she was already dropping weight. And I said, Whoa, you're looking good. You know, it looks like you're training. She goes, I'm not even really exercising much, Austin. She goes, I've been, you know, training maybe a couple days a week or just going walking. And I said, well, what about your diet? She goes, well, you haven't changed my diet much. She goes, I just cut out all soda. And she's like, I'm already down like 14 pounds. I said, <laughs> said, imagine that. Imagine that. You're not drinking, you know, 40, 50 grams of sugar in each sitting, you know, with every drink. A lot of people don't realize how much sugar and how many carbohydrates are in those sodas, especially when you start getting the big gulps, the monster ones from, you know, the soda found at the, you know, convenience store or you're getting them from fast food area. You go eat a cheeseburger, okay, you got, you know thousand calories in a cheeseburger a little sudden you top it off with this you know mega gulp you don't realize there's six seven hundred calories when those monster coca-colas you're sucking down on top of that you said almost two thousand calories in one meal your entire daily amount of caloric intake in one meal and then people can't figure out why they're not shedding weight it's very simple once you start figuring it out and you start looking at portion control and then quality of calories you're putting in there that's one of the reasons why i encourage people when you're looking at backup store food, make sure you're doing an accurate assessment of how many calories you need. I've talked about this a lot, but I'm reiterating this. A lot of companies out there with these storable foods, they put these totally erroneous numbers on these buckets. Oh, it's a 28-day supply of food. And then people don't think about it because they, they don't know. And they go, oh, 28-day supply. Well, if I order four buckets, you know that's going to be a month's supply of food for me and my family, you know, four of us. Well, then when you actually look at it and you actually do the numbers and you crunch it down, you find out that that's 28 days at, you know, 280 calories a day, which is barely one meal. Oh, well, it'll, it'll last you 28 days. Well, yeah, it'll last you 28 days. You're probably going to drop 40 pounds. You're going to be emaciated, have no energy. <laughs> I mean, you can't function on 300 calories a day, especially if you're a grown man and you're outside active out in the sun. You're doing something or pulling security or working or cutting down trees or dealing with an emergency like a hurricane. You can't function on 300 calories a day. This is what you have to do is real numbers. That's why I've told people before. The buckets that we have, they will 
accurately last you. The organic buckets will last you at about 1,300 calories a day. They'll last you about two weeks, depending on, you know, as far as how you're, you're, you eat it. And so that's a realistic number. I mean, you could still function on 1,300 calories a day. Now, if you're a grown man, you're full size, you're going to start losing weight pretty fast. But an average person, that's why I put the numbers out there as an average, you could still function on that if you needed to. So, you know, you figure at least two buckets per person for a month minimum. And, you know, if you're large male, you know, you're over 200-some pounds, we need to factor in some more calories. But do real numbers and understand what you're putting in your body, especially when it comes to an emergency time. Because the last thing you want to do is have something hit like some monster hurricane, and all of a sudden you start opening up food buckets, and you realize you and your family burns through a bucket in three days, and you bought four buckets, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, wow, we've got a week and a half worth of food here, and then we're completely out. Do the math, do the numbers, and do your own research. Also, to another news, and almost a hysterical turn of events from what we saw uh, because I guess the midterms are coming up. They got to find the boogeyman to push. So the state of Illinois, and I told you New York and California now, Illinois just came out last night and they've declared a state of emergency over the gay monkeypox disease that seems to be transpiring among the homosexual community. So Illinois has now stated that they are going to do everything they can in their power to curb the monkeypox. I told you guys yesterday, remember that uh, communist doctor that's on CNN all the time? She's demanding that we put in a monkeypox czar <laughs> the Fed of government to come in and start telling everybody what mandates we need to do to basically <laughs> to succumb to this and make sure we stay away from monkeypox spreaders. Well, that's pretty easy to do. Just don't go to gay orgies. Well, fixed it. Problem solved. Don't know what to do now. Oh, man. There's no state of emergency. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. We fixed that one, guys. Uh, yeah. All right, on to the next drama, the next the next crisis that's coming up now. But again, they're not going to say that. And it's uh, it's interesting. I talked to a buddy of mine yesterday, and we were looking at some stuff online. And uh, he's down, he's out, he's in town right now. And he goes, Austin. He goes, he goes. I've been around all over the place the last couple of weeks. He goes, you'd be surprised. He goes, majority of people don't even know that the CDC came out and said that 95% of the people that are getting monkeypox are basically homosexual males. He said, a lot of people don't even realize that, dude. I said, are you serious? He goes, yeah. He goes, a lot of people have no idea because the media is not really coming out and saying it. They're simply just running their normal propaganda spooge. Everybody needs to get the smallpox shot. We need to get more smallpox shots. Or get your RNA you know, gene therapy shot with COVID. He goes, they don't realize it. And I said, well, that's true. I said, I guess that the only thing you listen to is, you know, CNN and the Washington, you know, Times or the Washington Post and all that. I said, I'm not going to really get any accurate news. And he said, that's why I like your show a lot. He was because you guys bring up all types of stuff that a lot of people aren't reporting on. And I said, yeah. And also, too, this is something I wanted to bring up again. And this is why I always tell people, and this is just something that happens, and I've dealt with this personally and a lot of other people have as well. You can never apologize and succumb to the hardcore leftists. You can never compromise this. I mean this sincerely right now. If you do something or you get eviscerated on social media or people start attacking you, you can't apologize for your convictions. Now, I don't mean if you say something that's extremely you know, outlandish or you make a mistake on reporting something, don't come back and say, okay, yeah, I need to fix this. Absolutely. You've heard us do it on this show before. We come in and said, okay, well, we said this yesterday. This isn't fully accurate. We're, we're coming back now and we're correcting this. I'm not talking about that. I'm saying if you have a conviction, if you stand up for something, 
Don't ever apologize for it. I don't care how much rhetoric, how much flack you get. Never apologize. We've seen this now in the Hollywood world where you'll see a Hollywood actor. They'll make a comment or they'll make a slur or they'll make a statement. And most of the time it's nothing even bad. But then all of a sudden the communists will come out and they'll say, oh, you can't say this. For example, is Dave Chappelle. Like, I'm not promoting him. A lot of his comedy is very, very filthy. But he's repeatedly come out and said this. If you tell me I can't say this, that's why I need to say it again. And he's 100% right about that because the tranny world has attacked him and eviscerated him repeatedly because he's made transgender jokes. Dude, he makes jokes of everybody. He's an equal opportunity offender as far as hacking everybody off. But that's his right to do so under the First Amendment. If you don't like it, you don't have to listen to him. Well, remember yesterday I told you about this 25-year-old cross-dressing weirdo with the cheerleading team, 25-year-old grown male that's on this Texas cheerleading team, and she's at cheerleading camp. She basically jumps on and chokes this 17-year-old girl because the girl pretty much told her that she's a man with a penis, and this transgender dude got all mad. I guess his testosterone kicked in. He didn't have enough estrogen injections that week. I don't know. I'm just speculating. Well, now her dad, when I told Jessica, I, said, I wouldn't know how to handle that as far as if I was her father. Well, her father has now been attacked for being a homophobe and transphobe. He's come out now and apologized to him. He came out and apologized to the tranny world that he is sorry if anybody thinks that he is transphobic, okay, back up. Wait a minute. Your 17-year-old daughter got mounted by a 25-year-old male in a skirt and got choked. And the male got charged criminally for assault and battery. And you now are apologizing to everybody? And you are sorry if they're offended if you said anything that they didn't like? What in the world are we dealing with in this country now? Well, it's exactly what I just said. People are so scared of what happens in social media and on platforms because now you've got this woke left mentality that anything that occurs, they gang up on everybody and start trying to eviscerate them on social media. Let me tell you how you handle this. I've dealt with this before. Shut it off. Disable your account for a while. Boom. Done. Gone. You'll probably be happier anyways not being on social media. Shut down. Block emails. Block calls. Turn social media off. Say, no. Put out a statement. I am absolutely not going to apologize for anything that occurred. My daughter was right in calling him a grown man with an appendage because he's a 25-year-old cross-dressing weirdo. You guys have a good night. I'm disabling my social media for a while. Have fun. You don't apologize to these people. This is exactly why we're in the situation that we're in right now. It doesn't matter if somebody's offended by it, if it's the truth. It's a fact his daughter didn't say any lies. There were no lies in her statement. Now they said, oh, well, what she did was, you know, it was offensive to him. Well, maybe it's offensive that a 25-year-old grown man's running around in a skirt. I don't know. Maybe that's offensive to me. Are my feelings not worth anything anymore? You know, that's the question. And this is where we're getting now to this point where I constantly say it. It's rules for thee and not for me. They've got this open-ended platform that they can say, do, and address anything they want, push anything they want, and you cannot say anything about it. That time has come to a stop now, in my opinion, with the United States Patriots. That time has to come to a stop. When you see schools now in Pennsylvania saying that teachers all the way down to preschool have to start addressing children as young as three with what pronouns they want, 
and I didn't report on this a second ago when I talked about it, and I wanted to address this a little bit further. They're now saying that the Department of Education in Pennsylvania is now stating teachers need to celebrate Gender Neutral Day in which students are asked to pick, and I quote, two to three ways they will reject gender stereotypes for the day. This is going all the way down to preschool, guys. No, I find that offensive. How about that? And I don't like it. And I'm going to say I don't like it. And I'm going to tell people not to go along with it. There you go. Have at it. Send me emails if you want. I'll just block them. (laughs) This is enough, my friends. When you start doing this and you start having grown men choke 17-year-old cheerleaders out because they don't like being told the truth, we've reached a very, very dangerous precipice in this country, my friends. If we start going down this slippery slope and we start allowing ourselves to self-censor because we're scared of what people are going to say to us when we're speaking the truth, remember what they constantly want to do with this ideology – Up is down, right is wrong, good is bad. Everything is twisted and inverted, like Dad says. And once it starts going that realm and people refuse to address what they're doing, that's when you start having full-blown tyrannical rules put into place. Because at that point, people won't even resist it. They'll sit back and say, well, I don't want to say anything because I don't want to have any problems. My friends, we're past that point now. It's time you speak up for your convictions. What do you think, Dad? You know, Austin, uh, that's what we try to do on the show every day. We try to do what we can to try to tell the people, well, no, we're not going to go along with this. And I think that's one of the reasons that the show has resonated with so many people. Number one is we talk about Jesus every day because that's all I can do anyhow because that's the most important thing in my life. And I realized that and I had the opportunity to pray for you guys today. But the reality is, is that there's so many people out there that just are hope. They're hopeless. They don't know what to do. They don't know what to do. Then I, we, you know, you and I talked about this yesterday, Austin. We were in the truck. You know, we have all these people that are out there listening to CNN and Fox and CBS and ABC, and they don't ever go to alt media, and, and they basically don't want to listen to people that are going to be big mouth weirdos on alt media. And you know, and now they're trying to take alt media down completely with this trial they've got against Alex Jones and Sandy Hook, and all this stuff happening at once, and they're trying to discredit alt media because it's making too big of an inroad. And so the people are confused. They have no hope. They have no direction. They have no future, and they realize that, and they don't know what to do. They're, they're at a crossroads, but no one's giving them any answers. That's what we try to do on the show. Our hope is in Jesus. I mean, good grief if he died for you, and he changed the entire timeline for you. I mean, God reset the entire timeline. He stopped the timeline and reset it with Christ. But you've got to be willing to accept him as your Lord and Savior. And if you do that, then your whole life changes. Then you walk in the peace which passes all understanding as long as you keep your hearts and minds in Christ. And, and that's the thing we've all got to do if we want to have any type of response as far as the, the proper answer to this stuff. You know, and, and, and I got to admit, you know, every once in a while we get somebody in the political theater who basically makes us think, well, maybe there's going to be a difference. And they're doing that with Ron DeSantis now. Ron DeSantis has said no thanks to appearing on The View and responds with a scathing email listing the litany of personal attacks from the woke host who call him a racist, homophobic, and anti-transgender. So they ask him to come on now. So they're going to insult him openly, slam him openly, and now they want to take their shots at him on their show and basically hoodwink them and basically slam them, slam him. Okay, And you sit back and you go – <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. How about no? You know, years ago, I've told you the story before. Oprah's producers back in the 90s. Oprah's producer wanted me to come speak, for, to be on the show with them. And they wanted me to d- debate four allopathic physicians. It would be four against one in a panel as far as the natural health versus the drug 
use of the Rockefeller Rothschild medical complex. So it was going to be, it was what it, what it was was a loaded deck and they were going to just attack me and they would not let me use an 800 number because we didn't have the web back then. I, I, they weren't going to, they weren't going to promote any of my books and tapes or CDs. It was going to be just a giant hit piece on Ted. And I just told them, no, I have no interest in that. I have no interest in debating. I said, now if you allow me to come on a panel with one person, I'll sit there and do that with him. And we go back and forth. You give me equal time. Or if you're going to put four allopathic physicians and four basically people that are trained as naturopathers, nutritionists, or alternative healthcare professionals against the four against four, I have no problem with that. But I'm not going to get bushwhacked. That's like walking into the gunfight knowing there's 25 people around the corner about to shoot you and you come in with a six-shooter. How are you going to do with that? How are, you gonna, how are you going to deal with that unless you're covered in unbelievable amounts of body armor and you're completely wrapped up in like a suit, like a tank? And, and you've got a machine gun with about a thousand rounds and you, then you step into something like that. But otherwise, why would you step around the corner and allow yourself to be bushwhacked and enjoy it? So I told him no. So Ron DeSantis did that. He said, no, we're not going to come up there and talk to you, a bunch of weirdos, because you've attacked me too many times on social media and on your show. So why would I possibly want to be on your broadcast? So kudos to DeSantis. I really like this guy. I just hope he's legit. I really do. Because I really believe that the people in the United States, if we get a fair election, We'll make him the next president of the United States because I'd much rather have him in there than Donald Trump. And I sure would, sure would hope that, you know, no matter what, I, I want this senile weirdo out of there. And then Nancy Pelosi yesterday running over to Taiwan and just infuriating China. It's, we got a bunch of weirdos in there just running around doing all kinds of stupid stuff in this administration. But Nancy Pelosi, she's a mummy. She's got herself so brain dead from all the booze she drinks. Uh, she basically is useless as far as a politician, but she's a figurehead. We've talked about this. They spent so much money building these people's names up and galvanizing the public for them and for against them that they're still able to use them as basically fodder is what they do. Same thing with Hillary Clinton. That's why she keeps rearing her ugly, satanic ghastly witch face up and putting it up in front of everybody. It's just horrible what she's done and who she is. But they've got so much political clout and capital invested in them, they continue to use them against us. Something like Henry, Henry Kissinger is like 99 years old now. Kind of wonder what he's doing, don't you? Keep saying, may alive, stay alive that long. He's another weirdo. Uh, by the way, let's stop talking about the weirdos. Thank you for loving Jesus. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for being part of our family. I love you guys. Go ahead and finish it up, Austin, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Absolutely. Enough of the weirdos. <laughs> Valid point on that. And again, I encourage my friends, thank you for forwarding the show. Thank you for forwarding the articles if you can't forward the show. And be sure to sign up for our weekly newsletter. We send links right to the show, right in your inbox every single day on the website if you sign up for the weekly newsletter. And we send out different kinds of specials, product of the week coupon codes, all kinds of stuff goes out. So be sure to sign up for that. If you have not, we do not sell your information. We never sell your information. We never harvest your information. It goes directly in our database and stays there for your email. I'm very funny about privacy, if you guys know. I hate the fact that companies try to sell everything as far as your personal information. I do not do that. There's a reason why I do not have cookies enabled on our website. There's a reason why Google Analytics is not enabled on my website. There's a reason why I try to keep it as clean as possible with no tracking. It drives me up the wall when I've gone to websites or Patriot websites. And I've told you this before. All of a sudden, you've got to accept all these cookies before you, we let you read anything. 
I'm like, okay, I just won't read anything. Then goodbye. I'm not going to give you permission to track me around my computer for foreseeable future because I want to read something on your website. All they do is data harvest your information when they're doing that. That's all cookies are about when you agree to those terms. They data mine everything you go to, everything you look at, every keystroke, every search, and they sell it. Multi, multi-billion dollar year industry as far as in data mining and personal information. Always demand that people respect your privacy. As I've told you before. Rights are only as good as you enforce them. You can say, oh, I have a right to do this. Okay, prove it. Stand up for it. Speak it. Make it known to everyone that you have a right. You have a right to own a firearm. You have a right to travel freely. You have a right to speak freely. All those things are rights, but you have to demand that they are respected, my friends. So continue to get the truth out there. Thank you for supporting Health Masters. If you guys need anything, be sure to check out the website, Sublingual B12, going on sale as product of the week today. Be sure to check it out. If y'all need anything, give us a call, 1-800-726-1834. We still answer our phone. We, I don't transfer the phone calls to India. You call us right here at Central Florida when you call us <laughs> all every day, 9 to 5, Monday through Friday. So be sure if you need anything, let us know, healthmasters.com. Y'all continue to stay strong, my friends. Continue to get the truth out there. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.